Hey everyone, thank you so much for your support of Bet On You Radio. This has been the most fulfilling journey I've been on in as far as I can remember. Why it's so important for me to feature this radio program and podcast is because I get to feature the stories of ordinary, extraordinary individuals who are just doing amazing things in their lives. Throughout our journey so far, we've heard about risk takers, people who have these visions in their mind and start taking steps towards them. Like with my friend, Shannon Span DeBrian, former CIA officer. Most of the feedback that we get in life is either unsolicited or unsafe, right? I mean, people are constantly giving us feedback we didn't ask for, they haven't earned the right to, or they're delivering it in an immature and unsafe way. What a beautiful opportunity for growth it can be but only if you are in a community where they see you for who you really are, they're providing safety, they're wanting to serve you by offering that feedback, and they're setting you up for success in terms of how can I build on this feedback. I think what a lot of listeners probably need to do is disregard a lot of the feedback that's coming to them, <laughs> right, in those unsafe ways, and find yourself yeah. a community that will provide feedback in a safe way. I just heard from my 11-year-old, you know, my brother and I were talking and we decided that you, mom, were blah, blah, blah. Right. And I just am like, this is feedback. You're laying it down. I am not picking this up. That's right. That's right. <laughs> We've heard from Steve Ball. He is a wonderful dad. He's a fire captain. And he is this amazing entrepreneur who invests in businesses all over Traverse City. We were doing a, a gutter job um, over just in town here. And I actually fell off a ladder and broke both of my hands. So, yeah, it was awful. But, um, I laughed, but you're right. That would be terrible. It was terrible. Like everything yeah. you need your hands for. Yeah. <laughs> so, in that, but to be honest, that was probably, you know, another uh, crazy moment that, that just changed my life because I, I was no longer able to install. I was no longer able to do a lot of the things that I did for the business. And what it, what it forced me to do was to rely on others. And um, that is the hardest thing in the world to do because nobody can do it as good as you. Mm-hmm. And, um, but I had to, to learn to trust people and I had to learn to, to teach them and lead them in the way we wanted to do it and, and how we were growing our business. And, and it was crazy. After that moment, it was like the X factor. It went from like every year we were almost, we were, we were doubling the size of the company every year. We've heard from Fernando Mesa. He owns a digital marketing firm. As if that wasn't enough for him to do, he and his wife decided to buy a lavender farm. They've got a really young family and they've really made it their mission to take this amazing space that they now call home and they now call their business environment and turn it into a destination for so many people coming up here to Northern Michigan. When you realize that you are your own safety net, you behave very differently. And self-reliance is powerful, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, you can't... uh, I took the responsibility of being an employer that was responsible for, at the time, 20 employees very seriously. It wasn't just, you know, 20 people. It was their families. And I realized that the decisions that I made impacted more than just myself. It it impacted the people that were not only worked there, but the people that they supported. It's a powerful perspective and reflection to have. Sakura Takano was another guest of ours. She talks about her journey from growing up in Hawaii, moving to the East Coast, and slowly finding her way up here to Northern Michigan. She also really recalls her time and experience going from you know, being a stay-at-home parent 
to more of a working mom and why preparation for her was key to be able to succeed in all the roles most important for her. Getting super organized <laughs> takes time. And that is actually one of the, the practices that I've now kind of incorporated into my, my everyday life because it's so helpful to make time to be prepared. And when I went back to work right after being home, um, you have to organize for someone else to help you. Oh, that's so true. I mean, it is so true. So I was probably a little overboard back then. I always tell my children, no one has ever complained about being overprepared. Whether it's for like a test, for a race, for life, nobody has ever said, dang, I just wish I would have prepared a little less. I got to have, also on Bed On You Radio, Coach Tom Reed. I love Tom Reed. I have never seen anyone more invested in the success of young athletes than Tom Reed. Because of his passion for cross country, his love of racing, he not only coaches middle schoolers, but if on any given day in the spring or in the fall, you're gonna see him at the elementary races for cross country and track. You're gonna see him at the high school races, cheering on those older kids. He just loves his craft and he gets so excited to share in the success of other people. One of the things I remember you saying that hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. I love that quote. We used to say that a lot when I was coaching in the varsity and I, I just kept on, keep on saying it because I think it's so true. Uh, there, there's been, been tons of times where you see a kid who really is putting in the effort, putting in the work, they slowly start to surpass that kid that might have had a little bit more natural talent because they're not working hard. Um, and you know when they start doing that, I mean, they, again, they can just, the benefits of that are. And they carry incredible. it with them to life. I have such an exciting announcement for 2023. You see, it can get a little lonely just one-on-one -on -one interviewing guests, so I decided to bring on a co-host. You are going to meet Ben Whiting, a magician, a mentalist, a culture expert. In fact, he's sitting right beside me. Hello, friends. Yes, I am speaker, magician, and mind reader Ben Whiting, unless, of course, you decide you don't like me, in which case my name is Chris Angel. I could not be more excited to be joining the Bet on You team. Angie and I have been colleagues and friends now for years, and I am so excited to hear the stories of people taking their everyday lives, betting on themselves, and doing extraordinary things. I think we're going to have an absolute blast, and I can't wait to get started. Me too. Let's go. We also had Molly Russell Henderson on Bet on You Radio. Now, Molly has a fascinating story. She talks about taking risks in her life to find her father. She grew up not knowing who her dad was, but through Ancestry.com, uh, she was able to discover who her dad was and the interesting journey that she took in order to find him and actually getting to access him. He was a very successful businessman. So just getting through a few gatekeepers to find that introduction. Uh, she talks about that story on our program. Take that chance, take the leap, because I almost didn't. And like when I threw my iPad away, you know, to the side, I, I just, I was like, I don't even wanna, I don't even wanna look at this DNA stuff. But had I not taken the chance and just talked myself into it, I would have never been able to meet my dad. 
and you know at the end of the day meeting him even though he passed unfortunately you know after I met him um, at least I got a year and you know like I always say it could have been worse so yeah yeah so I just say take the chance we interviewed Jen Huffman, and she is another just crazy, innovative, smart, talented person. She talks about her degree pursuit in mechanical engineering, discovering that when she became a mechanical engineer, she didn't want to do that at all. Going back to business school, betting on herself, taking out student loans, and completely transitioning her very young career into her true passion, which is around nutrition. She and her husband moved up to northern Michigan and now she does consulting work. She gets to travel all over the country pursuing her dreams while keeping really focused on her values in her work and in her industry. Always be curious. So to never feel like you understand everything 100%, like none of us are actually experts in anything that we do. And so to always ask questions and always want to know more, just to be a student of life. And I feel like if you have that perspective, when you approach anyone new or anything new, it just allows you to be open versus close-minded. And yeah, and I think that's a conquering your ego is part of that too, yes. to be able to say <laughs> yes. like, you know what, I really don't know. I once heard that Malcolm Gladwell says, you could be an expert on 98% of one thing, but the 2% that's missing, you should be insanely curious about what it is you don't know. Love that. We also on Bet On You Radio have Pastor Jane Lippard who is just one of my heroes. She not only preaches in a church, she goes to the streets. She gives um, sermon to some of our most vulnerable people in Northern Michigan, homeless. She goes into jails to talk with prisoners. She is just an amazing inspiration for someone who if you've ever thought that you need to lean closer to your values, you need to listen to Pastor Jane, she does, and we've got so much we can learn about taking risks from her. Can you share one piece of advice that you think is really important for our audience to know? I think um, that if a crisis or a tough point comes up in your life, listen and invite a counselor or siblings or friends to help you process it, because often there's a gem in there and a gift um, that can enhance your life rather than beating you down. We also get to meet Amanda Hunt in Bet On You Radio. Now, Amanda is just a very fascinating person. Throughout life, she's just said to herself, why can't I learn this? Why can't I try? And this level of curiosity has opened opportunities, not just hunting in the Midwest in these extreme conditions, which I actually think is really, really cool, but she owns an event space where people can share with Amanda and her husband and her family their important celebrations. They also own a fencing company too, she and her husband, and she shares just how she's able to balance all of these opportunities with raising a young child. I wanna go back to dinnertime conversations. What type of business was your stepdad in? Yeah. Um, so he was a plumbing and heating guy. So tradesperson. Tradesperson, yes, yes. And he still runs it, he still does it. Um, and my mom was the secretarial aspect of it as well. So you said dinner conversations. That was one thing that they were always very um, stern on was coming home and having dinner. Cell phones were away. We were all sitting at the table together as a family unit. And we have brought that into our family now too. And I really enjoy that, that no matter what, we're home by 6, 6.30, we're having dinner together, and there's no business talk at the dinner table. That's a discipline, isn't it? It is. It's really hard, especially when you have something you need to tell your husband, 
And you're like, I can't forget it. I can't forget it. So you have to go all the way through dinner. <laughs> Not saying it. Brad Graft is on Bet On You Radio. He is the owner of Pirates Cove Golf Course. We've seen these not just here in Northern Michigan, but he's got many courses all throughout the East Coast that you can go to enjoy adventure golf. Brad Graft and I have a commonality. We both served in the Marine Corps, and he talks in his program about what he learned from the Marine Corps, how it's helped him in business. He learned, and I loved this because I laughed out loud when I heard it, he learned to be really good in miserable situations because that's the one thing the Marine Corps does. They teach you how to be miserable and how to sustain and endure in those spaces. Hard work will, will overcome most of your deficiencies. And uh, if you just, you know, if you just grind away, I think some of the people listening are, are thinking about starting businesses. And if, you know, there are a lot of businesses out there that aren't run very well. And uh, if you're willing to, to jump in and, and, and take a level of service higher than what you've seen and just work at it and, uh, and ask people for help, um, you'd be surprised what you can do. We also had a really important guest on this program, Crystal Frost Anderson. She shares her really difficult story of being a sexual abuse survivor. I mean, talk about being vulnerable to so many so others can share their story. She shares with us her healing journey and how we need to own our story and use our stories to fuel just our passions around connecting with others to better tell their stories for the benefit of our society. Final question piece of wisdom that you'd like to share with our audience, something you've picked up on along the way that you think would be very important for our listeners to know? So it used to be um, say yes. That used to be my, my go-to bit of wisdom was anytime you get an opportunity to do something, take it, say yes, because you never know where it's going to take you. I mean, I was somebody who was taking pictures at Sears Portrait Studio and all mm -hmm. of a sudden on the radio by saying yes. But just as important, something I've learned now is it's okay to say no. And in, in doing so, you're creating the life that, um, that you really want and you're building boundaries and you're not overextending yourself. So my piece of, inform of, of advice now probably would be no is a complete sentence. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no is. And sometimes what you say no to gives you more time to say yes to the yes. things that really, really matter to you. Hey everyone, this is Angie Wachowski. I'm one of the co-authors of Bet On You. This is the companion to the radio program. So if you're enjoying what you're listening to, check out this book. Inside there's some really great guidance and a code that takes you to an online platform that helps you dream better and imagine ways that you can bet on yourself. Check it out. Ben Whiting, another of our radio guests here talks about not taking rejection personally. Now, Ben is a magician, he is a mentalist, he learned his craft or really honed his craft on the streets of Chicago as a street performer. He now is a leadership consultant, a culture consultant, but in his process, he talks about the value of curiosity, just not taking things personally. How do you deal with fear? How do you deal with rejection? Because I am gonna go on a limb. I bet when you were street performing, you got rejected, you got heckled. There were days when you made no money. There probably days when you've had pretty low self-esteem. Like, how do you deal <laughs> with that? Sounds like my acting career too, frankly. <laughs> <laughs> but the, uh, yes, yes. We well, have to realize, yeah, with street performing especially, because 
what was so great about street performing for me, well, there's a lot of things, but that was my main source of income. So if I didn't make money, I didn't eat, I couldn't pay my bills. So there was a lot of pressure on it. So you very quickly kind of get over your ego and you realize, that, hey, I have to get good at this. And I have to realize that it's not about the magic. It's about how well I can connect with these people on the sidewalk who were not expecting to see a show. But then you realize from time to time that like, oh, just because they're not stopping, that doesn't mean they don't like me. It doesn't mean that they don't like magic. It doesn't mean that they don't think I have value to offer. They just have their own story. They might be, you know, running to the hospital. They might be late for an appointment. And so I had to learn to not take that personally. And when you do it so many times and getting your, you know, getting your 10,000 hours in, as they say, um, you figure out how to do that and you realize, hey, you know, it's not about planning. It's not about, um, you know, hoping people make certain choices. It's about focusing on the things that I can control and trusting those habits over time. We had Chuck Shuba on Bet On You Radio. Now, Chuck is one of those understated success stories. He doesn't really like to talk about his success, but wow, he has experienced so many incredible things. Chuck was a Washington general. For those of you who don't know it, the generals play the Harlem Globetrotters when they do all their travel games. Chuck talks about growing up in Kalkaska, connecting with basketball, going to college, being somewhat of a superstar, and getting access to this opportunity. It was such a great conversation. For me, it's all about you know who you know. For me, it's just kind of that knowing the right people. You know, a lot of times can get you in the door somewhere or get you in front of somebody that you know you might not have the opportunity to get in front of. For for me, it's you know. Being able to know, you know, college coaches to help, you know, my players or former educators or principals, you know, just, you know, I think the kids are, they're afraid to, you know, throw themselves out there and meet people and network. And you know, I think your network is, your network of people is, can come in, come in handy, you know, so I think, you know. Try to, try to meet and, and, and know a lot of people because, you know, you never know, you know, what you might need and who you can call to possibly help you, you know, get there or get that. I love that because this is Bet On You Radio and I think that's part of people's risk-taking journeys is being able to ask for help mm -hmm. and knowing who to turn to who mm -hmm. can actually have a relationship that can help them. Mm -hmm. We also get to meet Jean Dorenzi in Bet On You Radio. I like to think about her as the unofficial Traverse City ambassador, but what she really is, is that she's a leader of the Downtown Development Authority that makes sure that the main street running through our community is vibrant, is successful, and is a magnet for people wishing to have a small town experience with all the amenities available to them. What makes a great downtown? It's people that make a great downtown, and it's businesses that make a great downtown. and. There's so many intricacies for a downtown that it's not just one thing, it's all these um, pieces building together that make a thriving downtown. Um, so there's so many different projects, Angie, that I would say that uh, it's rewarding for me to see and how it builds upon the other to bring a downtown together. We had Dr. Nick Nisley on our program as well. Now, Dr. Nisley is the president of Northwestern Michigan College. It is a great space for learners at all levels. 
He talks about his journey to the presidency, which wasn't what anyone would expect. He actually had a really difficult childhood, but persevered, overcame a lot of obstacles to get to the level of success that he has today. You know, a lot of people don't realize this, but community colleges aren't just an education institution. They're a movement. And, you know, when you go back in history and look at what did that movement, you know, where did it come from? It came from a desire to make sure that college and education was accessible. So community colleges have an open door policy. And it doesn't matter your race, your gender, even your GPA, you know, that uh, a lot of schools are selective. Community colleges open their door to anyone. And that's the, the most wonderful aspect, I think, is the accessibility, but also paired with that is the affordability. Often we're four, five, six times uh, less expensive than a four-year institution. So that's one of the things that really, uh, I think, makes a community college special. I think along those lines, I'm hearing it more and more among my son, who's a senior, just as his friends who are still sort of discerning in life what their next step is. And it makes a great space for getting your generals, I hate to say, out of the way, because yeah. it sounds like it's a task or a chore when it's really an enriching experience, but it seems to be more mainstream than ever before. Absolutely. Usually you're coming to a community college to do one of two things. Either you're pursuing an occupational related degree where, for example, you're going to learn carpentry and you can go out and work after those two years as a carpenter or as a chef. Uh, or you might be there for those first two years of a four-year degree and you're going to transfer then uh, somewhere else. So it provides uh, both those pathways to students. I was so excited to have our last guest be Stephen Pressfield. He's just a significant person on helping creatives find the discipline to hone their craft. I was so excited to talk with Stephen. You gotta listen in. If you have a passion or if you have this idea, he's gonna give you the courage and confidence that you've got what it takes to pursue it. He's also gonna give you a few hacks too to get you into the rhythm of pursuing the excellence that you desire. It's really good, like government cheese, one of the lies that you're talking about was, and I think it's fair to swear on here since it's your words, um, that, you know, talent is, <laughs> and talent is nothing without the work. And I may never have the right of talent, but I'll always put the work in. And I thought that was really brilliant of you to put that down there. Yeah, I certainly believe that from my own experience, you know, because when I started out, I was really lousy at what I was doing, you know, and that's, that's the interesting thing that we, a lot of times we forget when we're pursuing our dream is that you can get better. You know, the person you are in year X is not the person you'll be in year X plus five. If you're, if you're continually working on your craft and like what you were just saying, Angie, about sort of having a chip on your shoulder that you had to prove to, to people, you know, that you were worthy of respect. If you think about somebody like Tom Brady, right? That got chosen, you know, what, number 199 in the draft, and they picked whatever, seven quarterbacks ahead of him. And he just said to himself, I'm going to show these, you know, that they've over underestimated me. And, you know, he was a guy that didn't have the great uh, physical skills that so many other competing uh, quarterbacks did have, but he proved everybody wrong just by that chip on his shoulder and that hard work. So, you can get better. And that's something we often forget. Hearing people's stories energizes me. It gets me excited. It gets me fascinated. It gets me curious. And it gives me hope for my life too. 
I hope the stories that you've been able to hear give you inspiration, that they make you want to pursue the goals that are in your mind and on your heart. And then it gives you a little bit of courage, a little bit of confidence, and a little bit of guts, if you will, to go out and do the things that you were put on this earth to achieve. 2023 is going to be such an exciting year for Bet On You Radio. We've got so many great things planned, great guests, great conversations, and I'm going to be getting a co-host. I cannot wait for you to meet Ben Whiting. It's going to add so much energy and excitement to our conversations. We're also hoping to extend the program's time length too, so you can get more of our guests who have exciting stories that are worthy to be heard all around the world.